Hello and welcome to Growth Caffeine by Pixis. This podcast features some of the foremost growth marketing leaders on the planet. And through these conversations, we will help you unlock tangible takeaways to infuse AI-powered decision-making in your demand generation. Pixis's AI infrastructure helps marketers scale data-backed marketing in the backdrop of accurate consumer insights all without writing a single line of code. And in this episode, we spoke to Mark Mansfield, who is the global head of strategic growth and partnerships at BrandTotal. In this conversation, Mark walks us through exactly how to use data to inform and optimize your marketing campaigns. And we started the conversation by learning a little bit more about BrandTotal and Mark's role at the company. BrandTotal is a unique data collection and aggregation service across uh, most of the major social channels. We're an advertising intelligence platform that takes in both sponsored ads and organic posts across any advertiser in the ecosystem. So we literally sit on billions of advertiser and brand ads, but then we organize them and we provide granular visibility into those ads to help brand marketers and agencies solve specific problems like what's the best creative for the goal that I'm trying to achieve, which media strategy should I deploy, and so on. My role in the company is head of strategic growth. So it's to bring new business into brand total and to find new ways to deploy brand total into businesses. So could you just walk us through when you're advising brands or you're talking to companies and they're thinking about their content calendars How do you suggest they even start that entire conceptualization? What questions do they need to be asking themselves? So to begin with, we at BrandTotal are not an agency. We're we're a data provider. And I say that because we collaborate very well with agencies and other service providers. So we're a unique cog in the kind of the architecture structure of of the ecosystem. And what I mean by that is brands are planning today. Agencies on behalf of brands are planning today. I've been in the space for 20 plus years as a strategist. The challenge that I've seen and continue to see is it's really hard for a brand or an agency on their behalf to get out of their own four walls. They've got their own data. They've got data around who they want to target and what they want to say. The first step that I'll talk about is how do we open the aperture? How do we learn before we go and start spending resources on campaigns or production or initiatives or media, how do we learn what's already happening in the space? A-B testing is a topic that we'll talk about here on this call and and it's talked about a fair amount in the marketplace, but it means I've got to spend money and it means I've got to spend money on a couple of things to test against each other. Before I even do that, we can go upstream and look at the things that are already working for the type of goal that I want to achieve. So I'll start there. In order to get 1% better, it's first, What's the goal that you're trying to achieve? Because there's so much data in the marketplace. It's one of the reasons brands stay in their own four walls is because they barely know what to do with the volumes of data that they receive. But if you can clearly identify the goal that you're trying to achieve around the campaign, is it a new product launch? Is it a seasonal campaign or a promotional campaign? Is it a brand equity campaign or a loyalty campaign? Once we narrow in on that, We can then make recommendations out of the data for the relevant competitive category for what's already working for that thing. I want to grow brand awareness for a new product launch, or I want to be a top three brand uh, in share of voice going into Black Friday. 
Let's look at what happened during the last Black Friday event and then highlight actual creatives based on consumer engagements, sponsored impressions, consumer ad sentiment, and find the intersection that shows us the ads that are performing really well. From a planning perspective, it's first open your aperture a little bit and understand who's already doing it well and figure out which specific things you can pull out and actually reference as a top performing creative. That's where we would stop. There are some really cool tools also for understanding you can imagine out of billions or millions or, or thousands, it would still be difficult to understand what do I do about that? Do I give it to my creative agency who are genius in their own right, but still subjective? Or are there services or options in the marketplace that can take hundreds of thousands of creatives and say, here's what you should do to optimize your creative next. That's something that I would say to plug into your architecture also. Why is all this research and information that marketers would go through at the start of this process super important to the potential goal that they want to achieve further down the line? If you were to bump into a marketer in an elevator and say, hey, what are the two things you need more of? They would probably tell you more money and more resources. And that really all comes down to time. Technology is streamlining the things that those marketers are working on. When we talk about time savings, the amount of desktop research that agencies do continues to blow my mind to come up with, I would say, loosely directional concepts because you don't have visibility into everything that's going on. If you think about the scope of work that most brands are having to consider, television and out of home and radio and social and display and, and OTT, man, there's a lot going on there. And then you complicate that by saying, well, I've got 15 competitors in my category, four of which are upstart uh, challengers that I really don't know much about, but they really seem to be endearing themselves with the consumers that I want to reach. Now it becomes more overwhelming and I just put more and more on those, those researchers that are trying to find answers. In terms of process, it's really easy now to put your finger on, once you've got your goal, the types of things that work for what you want to do. That's the process that gets you to what looks good and then continue that process with what then do I do with it? As a marketer, I can do two things. I can pull the media lever, I can put more money into the marketplace, and how much do I allocate per channel? So that's media. Or I can change my message, and that's positioning. So if I'm a marketer, the process is identify my goal, do the research to figure out what I want to create, and then go ahead and execute those things. And you can actually streamline that. So we see a lot in today's marketers becoming more and more agile. This agility comes from process that allows for faster input, faster access to data, and then a plan that when the results of that data come out, you know what to do with it. I'm going to hand it to my creative team. They've got two weeks to turn around the ad. I'm going to hand it to my media team. They can come up with a quick media plan or adapt the media plan. So when a marketer is thinking about, I have all these different channels that I can approach, what are the questions they should be asking themselves before allocating a specific budget to a specific channel? And what data do they need to be looking at to back up those objectives. The question they should ask themselves first is what am I trying to achieve? We look at data all day, every day, and the data that we look at includes things like channel mix. And we can look at channel mix because we have the ability to analyze all of the ad copy and all of the calls to action from every ad. If I want people to buy my stuff, 
then I should look at all the conversion ads in my category. The ads that are specifically asking consumers to shop now or buy now or sign up or subscribe or do something today. If that's the if that's the result that I want. If it's in between, I just launched a product and I now want to convert or I'm four weeks out from Black Friday and I want people to really start thinking about me, but I know they're not gonna buy yet, then that's a consideration ad. It's about learn more, find out more. So that's the step in the process. I would go and explore those types of ads to see which of these are driving the consumer behavior that I want. Once your campaign is out there and you've used this data to reinforce your decision-making, how do you then go about optimizing your campaigns? We worked with a client a couple of years ago. It's one of the largest beverage manufacturers in the world, and they were launching a new product. We had worked with their media agency in advance. They had done some research and analysis on their target audience with their target message for their intended goal. They launched the campaign and within 48 hours, they realized that the campaign was not, was not achieving those goals. And they realized that because the strategy was to appeal to that market on Facebook and Instagram. It was just not getting the level of engagement that they wanted, but they had a pretty authentic following on YouTube. So they stopped the spend on Facebook and Instagram real time within that first week and pivoted the spend to YouTube. And they saw a 78% increase, not only in engagements, their 78% increase was in consumer adoption on that product launch. It was such a niche product that we could correlate back to their efforts in media and strategy and adapting the plan. So that's how you can optimize. But I wanna go back to your previous question. We're all talking about how do I get 1% or 2% or 3% better. When we talk about what you're trying to achieve, I keep thinking about conversion or consideration or brand awareness. The strategy is different on a channel mix perspective, right? So if I'm in conversion, to the point of this example that I'm referencing, should I focus my efforts on Instagram and Facebook, or should it be a blend of Twitter or YouTube? It gets a little bit further complicated around budgets. In my category, it looks like there's a big white space in Twitter. Then is that an opportunity for me to tap into a market and an audience that's readily available for my message? So when we think about what am I trying to achieve, this goes into planning, and this also goes into live campaign optimization. Because in social in particular, you can stop and pivot your spend in real time. And the same is true for search. So we don't cover search, we would collaborate with the agency, but when you start to look at those things, search doesn't give me any feedback about what consumers are saying, but as soon as I marry it with social, particularly cross-channel social, now I have a clearer picture of how I can optimize. There's an overlap between two very clear silos in a brand's business. The silos are media, and uh, what I'll call non-media, or this is typically creative strategy and brand. Media have very clear marching orders. Get me more impressions for less money. Reach my relevant audience for as little CPM or C CPC as possible. That sometimes conflicts with the strategy or the brand goal. So when we look at the space in between, it allows us to optimize both sides. If we see that, for instance, I spent the money on Facebook, I got a really great CPM, but I'm not achieving the engagement goals that I want, or my net sentiment is dropped by 14 or 15%. Let's look at what happened there and figure out how to optimize not only the media, but we can also optimize the creative. And this is where A-B testing comes in. The ad seems to be working, people are clicking on it or they're opening it, but why are they engaging? Or why is my net sentiment dropping? Ah, it's because 
the influencer that we have in that campaign has got something going on in their world that's really bringing down my brand. Let's tweak that. Or the message is just the wrong message at the wrong time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Growth Caffeine by Pixis. With a robust portfolio of products, Pixis enables brands to perfect their end-to-end marketing efforts using artificial intelligence. If you're at all interested in learning more about our products, please reach out to us on our website, which will be in the show notes below. We really hope you took tangible points away from this conversation that you can begin implementing into your marketing campaigns immediately. Make sure to subscribe to never miss an episode with the foremost marketing thought leaders on the planet. We will see you in the next one.